Welcome to Petrifaction Horror Stories. If you like stories about ghosts, monsters, the weird and mysterious, Bigfoot and other cryptids, UFOs and the paranormal, you're in the right place. If you like stories of the strange and unusual, including true crime stories and unsolved mysteries, well, you're still in the right place. I'm your host, Petey, and I'd like to offer you some advice. Lock your doors, turn down the lights, and sit back and get comfortable. Try to relax. Just remember, friends, be prepared to be petrified. Hello, and thanks for joining me again today for another show of Petrifaction Horror Stories. In this one, this is another story about an exorcism. So let's just kick back, relax, and get into this story. This comes from thelineup.com. It's by Jamie Bogert, and it was published in December of 2015. It's called An Exorcism in Massachusetts, The Possession of the Passetto Family. For some, exorcisms are best left to the big screen. 90 Minutes of Fear, Holy Spirits and Demonic Encounters. Then the lights come up and life returns to normal. For the Passetto family, however, possession was anything but make-believe. Soon after moving into their quaint little country home, Lou and Dale Passetto encountered a force of pure evil. During the year of 1981, their home in Lee, Massachusetts, was besieged by paranormal activity that surged through every room. Lou and Dale Passetto were an average, hard-working American couple. They lived in their home with their two children, and endured a range of otherworldly occurrences that nearly destroyed them. The devout Catholic clan lived peacefully in the house that had been in their family for decades. It wasn't until two years after moving in that the hauntings commenced. On March 19th, Mrs. Passetto began receiving nightly visits from a white image that took the shape of a non-threatening, young boy who spoke in a kind voice. 
While the apparition was gentle, the Pacettos felt that they should rid their home of the supernatural entity. When a priest eventually came to perform a house blessing, Mr. and Mrs. Pacetto believed that their troubles were over. Unfortunately, the paranormal activity had just begun, and this time it went from something that seemed, if not pure, at least non-threatening, into something wholly demonic. In place of the sweet spectral boy grew an unearthly creature, hunchbacked, dressed in black robes that loomed over their pesetos in the night. It growled and snarled. It said nasty things, vulgar things, Mrs. Pesetto said. It called itself the minister of God. Beyond the verbal attacks, the apparition soon unleashed the physical wrath on Mrs. Pesetto. She suffered claw marks on her back, stomach, breasts, and face, after being dragged around the room. Mr. Pacetto watched in terror as his bed levitated with Mrs. Pacetto on it, vibrating while hovering above his head. The malevolent force attacked the house, as well as refrigerators being ripped from the walls. Metal bookcases toppled to the floor, and in one instance, a crucifix was yanked from the hand of their 14-year-old son. These terrors occurred day after day and night after night. The Pesetos reached out to medical professionals for help, but they rejected their experiences, calling them nonsensical and fabricated. Mr. and Mrs. Pesetto turned to professionals of a different nature. Ed and Lorraine Warren, self-proclaimed demonologists, were called in to fight the horror that was taking over their home. As the founders of the New England Society for Psychic Research in 1952, Mr. and Mrs. Warren devoted much of their life to the supernatural. Their experiences in the field served as inspiration for the 1979 film The Amityville Horror and The Conjuring. When the Warrens visited the Pesetos, they instantly detected the classic signs of paranormal activity pulsing through the home. In a description eerily similar to the film Poltergeist, which came out the following summer, Mrs. Warren saw half-dollar-sized ghost lights moving around the room until they combined to create a towering, shadowy figure. The room suddenly went cold, according to the Warrens, and a force clawed Mrs. Pacetto, who then fled with their family. At this point, the Warrens deemed the home demonically active, enough to conduct an exorcism. A priest was brought in to perform the ritual. Mrs. Warren claimed that the floor began to vibrate soon after the exorcism commenced. The basement then filled with smoke. When the ritual was complete, the Warrens deemed the home clear of its evil. The Pacetto family moved back in and reported no further activity. In 2004, the family finally moved on, leaving their Lee, Massachusetts home and its haunted past for good. This article, like I said, came from thelineup.com. And if you're interested in more stories about 
exorcisms, they invite you to sign up. And when you get into their website, you want to go ahead and sign up for the newsletter. And then you're going to get some of the creepiest cases delivered straight into your inbox. So think about doing that. Uh, short story today, and we'll get back to you next time. Music for today's podcast is purchased and licensed through Pond Bot. Special thank you to Sound Phenomenon providing fun orchestra stock music from Pond 5 and to Sterling Audio for uplifting acoustic pop heading home stock music also provided through Pond 5. And that's all the time that we have for today's show. I want to thank you for joining me and listening to today's stories. If you like the show, please hit subscribe, give it a rating, or tell a friend and share the show. Until next time, this has been Petrifaction. Take care.